There's a certain level of cruelty that only a group of children can muster. When one is made to wear a retainer brace at age eight, it was surely an unpleasant sight, the metal headgear wrapped around her face. There were lots of stories about the night of her ninth birthday sleepover. Kids say she willed her metal brace into massive jaws, incising her way through the house. But it was no fault of her own. Mandible Judy isn't a nice name for a quiet little girl. Music calms the forest. Listen. Here, Bonnie, you try it. Just press here and strum with this hand. Grandma? Grandma? Bon. Bon, wake up. Oh. Oh, I, I was dreaming. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm alright. Thanks. My grandma's house by the lake, she was uh, playing music for me. Well, that sounds like a good dream. No? Well, yes, but... I was here in my bed and she was reaching. Like she wanted to pull me through. Right through the wall. And, and it, it was in the garage at the gas station. That's where she was sitting, but... The marsh was right outside, and it was getting louder. That's a familiar theme. I could hear the melody she was playing clearly. And I haven't thought about that in years. She used to play it all the time. We went through a lot yesterday. I think your grandma's lake house is a good place to be. Oh, God. Fuzi, I wish that was a dream. We'll never be the same, Bon. We have to move on, but I i have to talk to you about what happened. You were asleep. I think you all were. Some kind of weird hypnosis. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember much. It was like we all blacked out. All, except for me. I was awake, Bonnie. And I remember it all. About 1800 hours last night, the 7th Precinct, led by Captain Felix DaCosta, arrived at the Dental Services Building in East Haddam with a warrant per statute to arrest Dr. Anton Fusi, the proprietor of the establishment, after evidence had been brought to the attention of the police by a former employee of Dental Services. Upon arrival, they found a brown Ford pickup truck belonging to a Mr. Frank Howard of Mudscoggin in the parking area. The driver of the truck was Mr. Howard's 19-year-old son, Kenneth Howard, who is wanted for questioning regarding the killings at Westmore State Psychiatric Hospital last week. 
accompanying Mr. Howard were Judy Caterbeck, nine years old, and Dr. Fousey himself. Mr. Howard appeared to be holding Dr. Fousey hostage. A hostage negotiation ensued, and hostile actions were taken by Mr. Howard. Witnesses say that Dr. Fousey shot several officers. Captain DeCosta and Patrolman Anthony Negrin were killed in the ensuing gunfire. It appears that Ms. Caterbeck assaulted Dr. Fousey and inflicted injuries from which the doctor died soon after. Mr. Howard and Ms. Caterbeck were last seen fleeing the scene in the Brown Ford pickup. The assailants are deemed to be extremely dangerous. That's all I have at the moment. Chief, there have been conflicting reports on Ms. Caterbeck's appearance and the nature of the attack on Dr. Fousey. Can you help clear this up? Was she holding a weapon? Uh, now, I would caution against lending much credence to hearsay. Stories have been circulating about Ms. Caterbeck since earlier in the year, and we can only say that the details will emerge once we've heard all the witness statements. Mr. Howard was seen with a gun. We don't know if he fired it, but as I said, he is considered extremely dangerous. No! He's confused. You don't understand what's happening to him. I know he would never do these things. Mr. Howard, do you have a statement, sir? Do you know where your son is? Have you heard from him? Frank, we should get out of here. Sir, can we just have a moment of your time? I don't know where he is, but I'm gonna find him. He didn't kill anyone. He's just confused. Frank, come on. This can't help, Mr. Howard. Let's go. Okay, okay. You're right. It's worse than we thought. We've got to find them as soon as possible. He said something about a former employee that came forward. If we can find out who that was... It would be Bonnie, the receptionist. Do you have a last name? No, but Casey would know. Right, okay. I have his address. I'll go talk to him. Take me home first, Connor. I need to be there in case Kenny comes back. That's a good idea. Do you mind if I come with you, Mr. Howard? I should get my equipment prepared. We're going to need it if Kenny shows up. Okay. You should call me Frank. And I can use all the help I can get. Dr. Nobili, you look like you've been up all night. <sighs> I've had trouble sleeping ever since Westmore, to be honest, Mr. Becker. Mm, yes. I'm fascinated by the description of Judy Caterbeck in your report. Did you ask Dr. Stefano to join us? Well, sir, it looks like my partner never came back in this morning. And all of her audio equipment is gone. Is that right? Do you think she's had second thoughts about our project? I don't know. I've been calling her apartment all morning. Interesting. I've been having trouble contacting Mr. Darcy as well. I've got men on their way south to find him. It doesn't sound like he was involved in the events at dental services last night. Sir, I was shocked to hear about Dr. Fousey. Yes, it's a shame. 
My sources at the police department say his head was cut off. Strange that wherever little Judy Caterback goes, someone seems to lose a head. It is disturbing, sir. And Kenny Howard, he didn't show any signs of mutation, but his behavior is also very erratic. Yes. Not the actions of an average teenager, I'd say. How impressive. The power of these rocks. You'll have to go to East Haddam. Here, you can use the Motorola to keep in touch. We've got to get a hold of those two. They are the key, Doctor. You ever think about where you'll be in the year 2000? I mean, we'll be old. Not me. I made a pact. I'm staying 19 forever. <laughs> right, right. You'll probably be married and selling real estate. Seriously, 21st century man, like computer rocket cars. I mean, no one thought we'd be carrying around tape recorders in our pockets 10 years ago. But Akio Morita decided we would. I love this thing. Spare one of those smokes? Mm-hmm. So the show. I thought Belve Ra was still a little rocky, but the crowd liked it, I guess. They loved us. If it wasn't for those assholes from Andover yelling Freebird after every song. Amazing how people just believe that you totally understand the words you're singing. It worked for me. Well, I got something new for us to try out today. It's slower and we'll all have to play keys. Uh, watch where you're walking, please. We need you to listen. Me? Listen to what? Over here! I found him! Whoa, his friends are coming this way. Yeah, we're just having a private conversation here, so why There you... are no private conversations. They've got frogs. What is with this town? We aren't interested. Okay? Get that thing out of my face, you psycho! Alright, I'm recording this. What the hell? Casey, your song lyrics. <sighs> like Jesus freaks on acid. Stop following us! Hedgy! Casey's acting weird again. Help me out here! Get in quick! Um, do you, do you know this guy? Mr. Darcy? Uh, yeah, come on. Wait! Just listen for a moment! Wow. I've been seeing this behavior more and more around here. Just like that guy at the marsh who hit you with the rock. Well, now I guess we know you aren't the only one with a thing for frogs. At least I got all that insanity on tape. This is Mr. Darcy. I worked with him at the marsh a few weeks back. Remember? Yeah, around when you started zoning out. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Darcy, these are my bandmates, Petra and Hedgie. Hi. I was hired to study the rocks in case he was assisting me, but we found something truly startling. 
like what we just saw? Pretty much, yeah. Am I the only one weirded out by those freaks quoting our song lyrics? What? It sounded like nonsense to me. Yeah, but those particular nonsense words happen to be our song lyrics. Wait, so we play one gig, and we already have groupies memorizing their lyrics? If that's what groupies are like, I'd rather stay anonymous. I don't know. Maybe they'll buy t-shirts. You want people like that advertising your music. Casey, I don't have much time. Do you know how I can contact the receptionist from Dental Services? A phone number or address or something? Uh, Yeah, Bonnie Galliard. I have her phone number in my address book at home. Make a left on Schiller. Mr. Darcy, have you heard from Kenny? I'm worried. I know he's in trouble. I guess you didn't see the news. Listen, uh, this is going to sound pretty disturbing, but last night there was a confrontation at dental services. Tuning in to season three, episode two of Mandible Judy. Our cast this week was Aaron Lillis, David Steele, Gary Scales, Mike Hall, Julia Nervi, Graham Rowett, Bonnie Bogovich, Glenn Graber, Tamria Dow, John Constantine, Chris Burke, and Ken Applebaum. You can follow Mandible Judy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen. We rely on support from our listeners, so please help us keep the show going at patreon.com slash mandiblejudy. Thanks, and see you next week. 